0: You deserve some sort of award, medal if you will.
1: Australian of the Year is fine if that's what you want to nominate me for, Adam. (music) Hello everyone and welcome to The Deep Drop. My name is Luke McCredden and with me as always on the deep drop, is Adam Ring. And adds, before I even you know, attempt to make any sense of the deep drop, for anyone who might be new and have just jumped on the podcast, which, by the way, welcome. Great to have you here. I'm just going to throw straight to you because you always seem to make more sense of it than I do. Adam, what is the deep drop? What are we all about? What are we trying to do here?
0: Well, the deep drop is, let me lay out a scenario for you, Luke. Please. You know, through the journey, whether it be people that you've met, kids whether they're your own or someone else's you know those ones that just ask too many friggin' questions yeah where those kids <laughs> so we, That's great. we we ask way too many questions yeah but where the twist comes in is we try and make sense of those questions and break it down into a palette where you can digest it yep form your own opinions yep and then let us know what you think because it's an open-ended game, this fishing business, and we ask way too many questions, give you way too many paths in which you can answer it, and then we ask you for the answer. <laughs>
1: that's that's it. That's perfect. That's what I needed. I needed help there because it just, it's a challenge sometimes when people ask, but I like that. <laughs> I like that... Uh- reference to the kids. So we're kind of the annoying kids asking too many questions, but then before anyone's had a chance to tell us to shut up, we've tried answering those questions.
0: Well, we're the worst type of kid ever because not only (laughs) will we ask too many questions, but we'll also answer them. Maybe even posing the question, why did you ask them in the first place? (laughs) We're just trying to work shit out, Luke. It's what we do. So there you go. If you're new
1: here, that's it. Try and make sense of that. And that is what we're about. (laughs) But welcome it's great to have you on board anyone who's been along for the journey so far in any capacity, whether it's fifty odd episodes or twenty or ten or two. Welcome and thank you for uh for hanging around It's been a lot of fun thus far ads, and I know we've got a whole stack of fun stuff coming up mate but um yeah, I guess it's a great starting point because you know sometimes we come into this completely you know unaware of what's about to come our way and I know I've thrown doozies at you you've thrown doozies at me and then what we tend to do is lean on you guys out there the listeners to give us some information Instagram's the best place to do that so jump over there let us know any thoughts we get a lot of messages which is completely fine private messages no problem at all feel free uh, but at the same time comment on some of the posts there's no um, wrong answer really is there
0: no, no. And I guess that's kind of the point of what we do. There is no, no wrong answer. So, okay, speaking of, oh, maybe maybe not stupid. It's, it's actually something I think about more than what I probably should. Right. So I've been, I've been doing the rounds. I've seen a lot of tackle shops in a short amount of time. Uh, that's what I do for, for a job. But I've noticed there's been a new release of something that, and I'm not entirely across it, I probably should have prepared somewhat. But <laughs> I, I dare say it was probably it's not announced. our style, lads. It's not no, our style. it's not. So I'll just try and piece some bullshit together. And actually, <laughs> shout, shout out to Mickey Moore because I think he's going to be able to help me with this one. But Abu... I've noticed Abu Garcia have just released a new reel or a new range of reels in both spinning and baitcast. The baitcasts have been in shops for a little while. I've noticed them. I uh, think they look rather sexy. Yeah. But I've noticed the spin reels have started to make their way into stores. Now, I dare say they were announced at after so the big trade show on the Gold Coast that happens every year around August, September, depending on the year. Yep. And they caught my eye, Luke. Mm. I'm a tackle junkie, um, as I know you are. Yes. Um, You're in the tackle business um, in your day job as well. And I called you after I'd seen them. I said, you know anything about these reels? Because typically my preference for reels hasn't been Abu. Mm. And it got me thinking, how... How brand loyal are you? So take take a rod and a reel. Because and I'll use these these Abu reels as, as an example. Yeah. I can't remember the last time I used an Abu rod or reel. Yeah. Actually, it was probably, I think, the first decent reel that I ever got was bought at a Melbourne boat show, which was an <laughs> Abu reel. Yeah. Um and these reels caught my eye and I thought, I reckon I'd spend hard-earned on those reels. Yep. They look great. I picked them up, had a bit of a play. I know nothing about them. I don't know the specs. I don't know the price points. I don't know any of that. But from from a, a, just a face value, I thought, I've used the same brand of reel for yeah. a long, long, long time. Yep. And I thought, would I try something different and use that reel? And and I think I would. They passed the eye test. They felt beautiful. I did yeah. I had a look at two different reels. Like I said, I don't know the price points. They both felt just as good as each other. Um Yeah. What what do you like with that sort of stuff?
1: Great observation, firstly, on the Abu spin reels. I think um, you know, the Revo name is synonymous with some of the you know, the bait cast options that, that Abu do, but you're right. I mean Bringing spin reel to the party, the spin reel to the party, which is great. I mean, it's uh, you're right. They look sensational. They do feel nice. So I'm going to first answer your question with a question. So you you said, would I, you know, would I go that way? My question would be, why wouldn't you? So when you think about the reels that you choose to use on a daily basis when you're out in the water, whether it be whatever it is you're doing. And then you think about this reel. You've had a bit of a look. You've had a bit of a feel and play. And what is it that wouldn't make you use it, if that makes sense? Was there anything that you thought, no, I'm not going to use that? No, no, not particularly. No,
0: Mm. not particularly. And listen, I'm probably at this current point in time the world's worst person to speak to about this because- Just in general or- No, just just (laughs) because I do work for a company Mm. and I- I take pride in a being proud to to work for that company in Rapala. Yeah. So and and I I genuinely like and want to use the stuff that that I'm selling. So yeah, I'm probably the the worst person in the baitcaster side of things. Thirteen fishing, yeah. we we that's part of our stable as well. So yeah, I'm, I'm a massive advocate for those. I I rate them. I I oh, would use huh. them. In a, but I'm just talking in in that. I would because I am a little bit of a sucker. I get stuck in my own ways.
1: Yep. So Thanks for opening up today, Ads. This is a safe space, mate. It's a safe space. I
0: know. It's hard for me, Luke. It's hard. All right. But I'm uh, I'm trying. One
1: of the other things you sort of ask is where, where where do I stand in that sort of thing? You're right. I feel like you get in your own head a bit about this thing. Now, you know, I'm just generalizing here. We know two of the biggest real brands... As far as sales across Australia go, are Shimano and Daiwa. and they're kind and, and of it's, the,
0: it's them and the rest. Oh, let's exactly. Be honest.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Miles, yeah. miles apart. But, but it's not. It's not for any. Um, what's the word? Like, it's not because the rest are shit. That's it's, right. Yeah, it's, that's right. There's legacy there. There's. There's you know,
0: heaps of things. There's heaps of things. There's yeah. The difference in feel, and it's something I've explained. To many many people over a over a long career on the retail side of the business, Yep. Shimano and Dyer in particular, they're incredible products. They feel completely different.
1: Yep, globally so, they've got a huge presence. Um, that's you know, right. I think is a it's a it's a bit of a package, um, but I think. Moving forward, you know, there's no doubt, like you see it with 13 Fishing, like we see it with other brands that are out there. People are absolutely dipping their toe in the water of, and I won't even say dipping their toe, they're using other gear, but I suppose yeah. on a mass front, it's very much those couple of, of uh, real brands at the forefront. But 100%, we've seen some real brands over the years, ads that you know, the, the range might be smaller and tighter. But there's absolutely nothing wrong with the product and, and the people that buy them and use them will swear black and blue because there's, there's no reason. Unless there is a, a a ridiculous reason, glaring reason that it is just not going to suit your application, it is just not up to the fight, it is just doesn't have the componentry to use it, then I would argue that in modern-day technology... Now, I suppose just to take a step back, I'm not talking about you know a, a $30... Real up against a $450, we're talking like for like, right? So yeah. it's, it's you know, um, as, as far as a, I suppose we could call it a price point like for like goes, there are some really nice products on the market. Absolutely. And again, back to your uh, opening question, absolutely I'd go down that path and I am 100% the same as you. I've been probably stuck in my ways a little bit and I'm just thinking now I would has it a guess that 90% of my, probably more than 90% of my reels are Shimano reels and and, and for no real reason like as, same. As, I was as, the same that's
0: yeah. that's that's what I felt comfortable with that's yeah. what that's what I liked I have tried other reels I always went back that way it just suited it just suited what I I yeah. like um and I I still am using that because in in the Rapala stable for example we mm. don't have spin reels so there, yeah. there's that. But are you in, are you someone naturally in, in the fishing game? Are you inclined to go, that looks awesome, that feels awesome, I'm just going to try it? Or do you look at it and go, yeah, okay, it looks cool, but it, it's not what I normally use and tend to steer away from it?
1: I think you know me well enough to know that I can get very easily sucked into something that looks cool.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but But having said that, yeah, like I probably am a little bit, well, it depends, and again, it probably depends on, you know, if you take if you put the consumer hat on, like how much are you going to spend? And you, you do, you weigh it up, you go, well, if it's getting up there a bit, you know, if we're talking a bit mid to higher level, higher end, um, yeah, you do, you you'd probably think about it a bit more. But I would also argue that the mid to high end price point pointed reels are going to get the job
0: done. Oh, for sure.
1: Um, it's funny, you also said, Abu, you, you bought you, one of your first reels or you... You know, had it years and years ago. I wonder, and I'd love to do the stats and the numbers on anyone, and let's say, let's say 35 years old and older. I'd love to do the stats on how many of those
0: people have at one point in their angling career had an Abu reel. Oh, I reckon massive. a Massive. Because <laughs> mine was an old Abu Cardinal. Yep. Remember yep. Cardinal? Yeah, yeah, now, yeah. Now, we, we, and we all know that. There's an amazing history with Abu Seven oh. Thousands and Sixty Five Hundreds and Fifty Six Hundreds. They they were the the higher profile drum style bait caster of choice yes. for a very 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 long time. So it's and not also like- for a
1: very wide range of application. If you talk to people uh, and shout out to my dad, I'm not sure he listens, but uh, <laughs> in his vintage and and. To be honest, if we go back there, Shimano and Daiwa weren't even near the top of the chain when it came to to reels, and that it was very much Abu Pen. I dare, I believe, was probably you know so different world going back you know into that era. Um, But to your point, you know the Abu Seven Thousand, like God, the amount of those reels that would have been in the market, even just here in Australia, like
0: epic. Yep, yep, and so it is really interesting how things change. There's only one thing that I. Still, really struggle with. Mm. I won't pretend that I don't, and I dare say I'll never ever change. I really struggle with mixing brands rod and reel wise. Do you? Oh, mate. Yep. I, it, it just it grinds my gears. Okay, uh- okay.
1: So I'm gonna I'm gonna throw something at you, and and again, this is going back because you and I, you know, well before your Rapala days, well before where I am now, but we were in a position to sort of, you know, we didn't. There was no real brands attached to us, so to speak. What about things like you know? what Would you because there, were, and I know you do too. I've got samurai rods. Now there wasn't a real option. So what do yep. you do there? Do you oh, know what that, I mean?
0: Yeah, but that, see that doesn't that doesn't offend me. I, I almost think that's like that's almost the easiest scenario. Yeah, yeah it's a free, F- a free find a standalone shot at it. <laughs> rod thing. Yeah, that's right. And All you can right, do so whatever you want. are
1: talking. You're talking. If you've got a Shimano rod, you've got a Shimano reel. hundred percent. You can Yeah. Okay. That's just me. That's just no, me. no, no. And I, look, to be honest, it's probably fair to say that's a fair chunk of people. I, I think that's a fair call. Like, I, yeah. uh, you know, without and we we'll, and again out there on uh, get on Instagram, and tell us like, do you? Yeah, mix am ups? I being
0: a, am I being a dick?
1: No, I don't think you're being a dick. I think it's a
0: natural sort of thing. It's like I don't know what's a
1: what's a, but it's what's okay, a similar so what, thing in life. no,
0: <laughs> right, so, nah, so what if we take what if we take a different sort of path with it? Let's carry that thought process and conversation over to to lures. Mm. So, a Rapala, a Rapala floating five or a CD five. It's yep. the most iconic trout lure yeah, that yeah. you'll ever see. Yeah. If you've been dominating trout forever and that's your go-to trout lure, as it is for many anglers around uh, around Victoria and New South Wales, Tasmania specifically. Yeah. If you then cross over to a saltwater application, do you automatically think? Rapala will have something, or do you know? I just know that for catching trout, a floating five or a CD five is money, and then I'm gonna I'm gonna build my tackle box around that, knowing that that's where the sort of go to is. Or mm, great question.
1: Yeah, I mean, and again, maybe it's probably something that someone a more diehard um, in those spaces can can answer for us. But I think it's a for me, I'm probably a bit of a um, Lua brand slut, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and you know what? You know, I love your gear. I've got um, probably shares in Rapala in the amount yeah. of stuff I've got, um, but at the same time, yeah, it doesn't. Uh, I just want to go back to the rod and reel thing just briefly or more so the reel thing. So what about line? So if you've got a you know, you've got I oh know you've got lots of Shimano reels. You've you've just said that. Would you and would you run with J-Braid or does it have to be Shimano branded braid? Or or no, a, or a No, it doesn't. Yeah, okay. So it's not it's just rod and reel that you're talking.
0: Yeah. Which Does it feel weird thought- for you
1: if you chucked on Shimano um braid or or uh no, leaders probably a stretch, but that Kairiki braid on a die or a spin reel? Like do you know what
0: I mean? I don't know. It doesn't I think in a in a strange way it kind of I think it kind of bothers me, but it's not a <laughs> it's not a flat out not happening. Yeah, yeah. But no, nah,
1: look. I think it's a good one. I'd love to. I'd love to get some feedback on that. The rod and reel situation. Are you willing to cross pollinate? Yeah,
0: you, yeah. yeah are you, <laughs> that's right. Are you happy to mix and match your your brands?
1: Yeah, there's probably a bunch. of We've probably sort of jumped all over the place here. There's a bunch of sort of questions here. But the mixing and matching of brands is a is a, it's a good one. It's a, it's one I'd love to explore a bit more and hear a bit more about. But also, yeah, what's your what's your ratio? You know, where's your allegiances or preferences like it's
0: it's so weird because if i had a shimano reel i wouldn't look at it and go right i have to buy a shimano rod but uh, but i couldn't i couldn't go and buy an and Abu rod knowing that there's an Abu reel or I couldn't buy a Daiwa rod knowing that there was a Daiwa reel. Yeah, like okay. you've got those, you've got those outli- outliers like mm. <laughs> Samurai or Rapala who makes some rods or yep. Gamoku. Yep. Gamoku yep. They, they just don't have real equivalents.
1: The thing is too that in, um, realistically, a lot of the brands that have rod and reel options, there are elements of their ranging that are suited for each other. And yeah. what I mean by that is obviously, and I mean, Abu is probably a good one. There's rods and reels that are cosmetically suited to one another. And I mean, I, I think not as obviously, but certainly in the Shimano stable, most rods will cosmetically suit up nicely to one of their reels. So there's, there is that too, I suppose. Yeah. But, so, um-
0: so what are your thoughts on like branding the name of the rod the same as a reel? So let's just use thirteen for example. Say we have a thirteen concept A baitcaster. Mm. If we made under thirteen a concept A rod, mm. do you what? What are your thoughts that are you like? Mm, you're probably just screwing it down too tight, or is yeah. does it make it easier? To purchase, knowing well, I've bought this reel. That rod must be perfect for it. It's almost—I don't
1: know. I'm, I'm, and I'm going to be completely honest. Like I'm kind of on the fence with this because part of me, in a weird way, almost oh, this is going to—I almost feel like it's somewhat—and it's not the right word, but I was going to say cheapens it. But it's not—it's not what I'm trying to say. But it's almost like there's trying to be a combo made up. I agree, and I don't love it.
0: Yeah, yeah, I agree. Like if you found out tomorrow that um, that Shimano were bringing out a Shimano Stratic rod, you'd be like, please. No,
1: yeah, no. But there, I, I do reckon there are situations where it could work and and, and not so much like, for example, nah, actually, no. Nah, I'm going to retract what I was going to say. What I was going to say was if there was a high-end range of rods that Shimano brought out under the Stellar brand, but I'd go, no. Nah actually still still no for me
0: it's it's weird because die would do that
1: yeah they do yeah they with, do
0: with Saltiga saltega and saltega rods yeah. or stees and stees rods but and they seem to have moved away from that somewhat in recent years mm. it's maybe such that, a weird thing reason. so then what about if you spend but abu spend, i mean abu do
1: it don't they aservo rods as well or am i making that up
0: i don't know yeah. Maybe Mickey Moore, get in touch,
1: oh, mate. I'm, you know, at the time of this uh, podcast being released, I'm on my way to pure fishing in Sydney. <laughs> nice. So, I'll Ask find out and get you. back to you.
0: <laughs> <laughs> bad. So, I should know that. So then, what about what about price pointing stuff? Do you do you think it's uh, do you think you're being a bit of a tight ass if you go and spend 300 bucks on a reel? And then go and slap it on a, hundred and fifty dollar rod.
1: Ooh, there. Is, I, I think I know where you're going with it. I think the price points. One is not. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, maybe, maybe. I think I think if it, you're talking three hundred plus, you're talking sort of mid to getting an, into that you're sort of mid into to high end. Yeah. Um. Obviously, on the high high end, we know is well up there. But, you know, a three hundred dollar reel,
0: it's a it's a it's a pretty good reel, you know. Yeah. So, yeah. So you're saying it probably deserves a 200 to 300 dollars
1: yeah. rod. Yeah, but at the same time, I'm a bit different with this. See, I don't necessarily. This is, I mean, this is a whole other conversation that I'm, we're going to have in a different episode because this could go on for too long. But <laughs> the, the, and the, and the, and, the, and I'm going to put it out there, but we're going to tackle it in another episode. The question is, would be what's more important, the rod or the reel?
0: Yeah, oh, write that down. <laughs> That's write next that episode. down for another episode because that's, so stay tuned. A, that's a that belter. is going that's to a be belter. on the next episode. Yeah,
1: yep. because I've got weird mixed same. feelings about that. And yeah, that, same. And and, and I'll, I'll this is a heads up. My answers are going to be all fucking over the shop. Yeah, but write that down. It, we need yeah, to yeah, pull yeah. that apart. Yeah. So and you know what? We're not going to answer it right now. We're going to answer it in the next episode. To your yep. point about if you buy three hundred dollar reel, can you buy one? Hundred and twenty dollar rod, because in some cases, straight off the bat, I, I think it's fine. Yeah,
0: so, yeah, so do I. Yeah. So do I. But yeah, yeah, I won't get into it now. It'll go do you know forever. what I mean? This it's, could be a five different. and a half hour podcast. No one needs that in their life.
1: <laughs> but I, I think it's great. I think it's um. There's so many sort of talking points out of just that yeah. discussion so- around the.
0: So I guess the question to everybody who's remained patient and got this far through this podcast, because listen, I'll be honest, well, I've nearly turned it off three or four times. <laughs> I'm I'm that you confused. got up at one stage. And I, I did. was wondering uh, where you were about to go because I I think we've gone on multiple different tangents. So apologies for that. But I guess the final question is, how loyal to your preferred brands are you? And I'll just leave it as open ended. Okay. As that you can tell me that I you can tell me that you will only buy one specific brand for everything, and that's cool because uh, these these brands are just Ooh. now developing more and more things yeah. in different parts of thing. Do you I uh, you can tell me that you would slap a Shimano reel on a Daiwa rod? Listen, I'd probably be a little bit disappointed in you, but I promise to leave that out of the comments. Um, you
1: know, can I can I I've just, can I be honest with you for a second? Okay. I've got an outfit that I don't use a hell of a lot, but I have used it. You've been with me when I've used it, and I've got a a nice little Shimano Trinidad, which I don't do anymore. uh, Yep. Ten? Was it the tens that we got? Or eights? Yeah. Ten, anyway. Yeah, I think that's And it was a beautiful little overhead reel for if anyone is familiar with Trinidad, beautiful, neat little... it's really smooth, tough, strong, yep. um, beautiful little overhead reel, which I used um, for jigging kingfish lightly. So there weren't it wasn't a heavy sort of setup, but also live baiting snapper. Yep. Feeding. But I, I really struggled to find a rod in the Shimano stable at that time. So we're going back. Jesus, what? Ten yeah, years? It's a, yeah, Yeah, a long time. Um and I ended up the rod that I found um that suited it the absolute most, and I still love it. It was a die with demon blood. Uh, when they were all, I think it's, I'm sure they've changed now. But when they were all red, the whole rod was red. Mm. Um, so there's an example of probably the only cross-pollinated <laughs> um, <laughs> setup I've got, and I love it. And that's, I've only just thought of that now, but that's there it is. And I'm not ashamed of it, Adam. Come at me. Well. <laughs> This, this I'm, is taking I a turn for the worst.
0: Yeah, I, I'm not. I don't know. I don't know how this friendship continues. <laughs> okay. This could be our last podcast. Well, find me another.
1: <laughs> okay, find me. Find go shopping. When you're in, you're, I know you're in some stores tomorrow. Yeah. Find a rod that will suit that Trinidad ten, and I will. You can buy it for me, <laughs> and then we'll be happy. <laughs> we'll call it even. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, well, I I bought one of the reels at the same time as you. You did, used, yeah. And mine ended up on a discontinued Shimano rod.
1: Was that the giant the, Lucanus? The rod? Lucanus,
0: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: which I bought too, and I I think I threw it out.
0: <laughs> I think That's... I've still got it. I it was think... about. It was about. Oh, H4. actually, no, no, I don't, because my Trinidad ended up on a Gamoku, believe it or not, before mm. I worked for Rapala.
1: Nice. But From memory, those rods were about eight foot long, and that's okay because they're two-piece. No, the, yeah, the joint butt section was the butt.
0: So, so the rod was seven still foot- seven foot six? <laughs> well, oh. I... I should, I'm not going to go there because we will go there in a, in another podcast, <laughs> okay. I guarantee. But it's an it brings right. up an it brings up another question.
1: So, how loyal to brands are you when it comes yeah. to and and specifically? Well, I mean, open across the board, but we're talking about rods and reels, rods and moment. reels. So- yeah,
0: I think I think lures. I think if you let's face if you if you're 100 percent brand loyal to a specific lure, you're either a sponsored angler or you work for the company yes. because there's so many good friggin lures out there. Like, how could you <laughs> oh, specific? How could you really? Specifically, just pick one brand,
1: yeah. And even if it's the high end stuff, if you're sort of a cod angler using all mega bass stuff or whatever it is, but there's still going to be something else that re- is there's, really good that you have to use as well, yeah. So, exa- yeah exactly, <laughs> exactly.
0: All
1: right, all right. Well, good. How loyal to brands are you? Can't wait to hear about this one. I think this is going to be good. Yeah, We're this looking could open forward up a bit of a round Um, it. now I'm going to shift gears completely ads because I want I want your opinion on something. Now, we've come up with some. Absolute bangers of ideas here on The Deep Drop. We have. I reckon we've potentially, you know.
0: Pioneered a few events. Oh, events. That's- I
1: mean, we're basically event coordinators. Yeah. Um, I reckon we've, you know, if you're a young entrepreneur out there, um, this we've, is we've another laid, represent- We've laid the foundations we've for laid. Well, he, well, I'm about to lay another one. I'm all ears. I think there is a full-time business opportunity. You could branch out and franchise it out across the country. For a designated trailer reverser at boat ramps.
0: Ooh, this kind of falls in the same category as like on water bait delivery. Yes, uh, on yep. on water food delivery, hot hey, pies, might, pizzas, coffees.
1: You might reverse trailers from five till nine, and then you start doing the food run out in the water. Like I don't. I'm just Ooh, saying, like,
0: reversing trailers. Okay, but yeah, let's
1: let's get, we're getting excited, but let's get to this. So, and and I want to here's a couple of reasons I, I want to bring this up with you and. You're a smart man. Uh, I want to know if you think it's a viable option and if it would work. But here's a couple of the reasons why I want to bring it up. I mean, let's face it, boat ramps are chockers this time of year. So basically from September, October, certainly November, right through to what? We're going to say easy Feb, March, like the boat ramp. And look, if we want to just talk about around Port Phillip Bay specifically, just for this sort of, I guess, example then it's a, it's a no-brainer. But realistically, most places around the state and country during the holiday period, if it's a nice day of weather, boat ramps are full, chockers. And that's great and that's what we want. We want people hitting the water and getting out there. I mean, not jet skis. but um, And so <laughs> I, what, what I was thinking was because, you know, it's a high-pressure environment. When you're there, it doesn't matter if you're experienced or you're not. It is a pressure environment. And unfortunately, it, it can get tense. There can be some, you know, and we were at the boat show recently ads and we were very much um, encouraged, you know, helping each other and getting amongst, the, around each other and really helping get in the process going. But reality is it can be a tough time and there can be lots of, we've all done it. We've all had that initial sort of reversing experience, whether you're young and old, where it just takes a few times. And the the, the more times it takes, the more pressure gets, you know, built up and, It can be. It can be. It could almost make you just drive drive home. So, so I'm wondering whether this could solve the congestion of boat ramps and take away the stress from the start of your
0: morning, which should be an exciting part of the day in launching your boat. You deserve some sort of um, award, (laughs) um, medal, if you will. Australian of the Year is fine if that's what you want
1: to nominate me for, Adam.
0: This is. What I'm thinking straight away, just based off what you just said. Yep. You can go to the airport. You can go to a fancy hotel and get valet parking.
1: Yes, you can.
0: And makes you feel like a big dog.
1: Yes, it does.
0: Can you imagine valet parking at a boat ramp? I mean, you park in a line for the boat ramp. You get out. You essentially walk away, and you have a professional team of valets that then take control of your your vehicle and boat. They take all the straps off. They check your winch. They they know exactly what to do with your safety. Boat catches, and they're like, step aside. All you need to do is step on your boat and get the hell out of here. Wow. Then on your way back in, quick phone call. Here's my car, Rego. No dramas, mate. No one's here at the moment. Come straight in. You're... You, if you listen, if you're not come, if you've got a drive-on type of thing, just park it up on the dock, get off. We'll drive your boat on, get you out of there into a parking bay that's nowhere near the boat ramp, and then you can go and do your thing, putting all the straps back on. Yep. Could you imagine how smooth the busiest boat ramps in the country yep. would run if no one except a valet service was launching and retrieving boats.
1: Amazing. I mean, that's it. That's exactly it. It's boat ramp valet. Yep. It would be incredible. incredible. What would you what would you what would you expect to have to pay a said valet?
0: 10 bucks? It, it's a good question. 5 bucks? 20 bucks? I don't know. Well, here in Victoria, it wasn't too long ago that we saw the end of boat ramp fees.
1: Yes. What a time!
0: What a time! Well, what a because time. we were let's and I don't want to get political, but we were paying for f- nothing. No, if you had if you rocked up to a ramp and hand over handed over a twenty dollar note to take the stress out of your mind mm. of launching, retrieving, and parking.
1: Mm.
0: Oh, so you could have all that done for you for less than a bag of pills.
1: Yeah. When you put it like that. Jesus. Okay, do you have the option to do it yourself though?
0: I think depending on the depending on the day. Mm. Weekends, no.
1: You just gotta hand it over. You just gotta do it. So just keep in mind when I go to the airport, I've got the option if I want to self park or a valet.
0: True. But you're still paying for parking even if you self park.
1: Yep. 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 Because ultimately, you are handing over your boat to launch. There is that sort of—I don't know. Do you feel comfortable the safety aspect and that sort of thing, or or does that twenty bucks sort of cover insurance to well, some the, degree? Well, yeah,
0: you couldn't run a valet business without without the insurance. But it's yeah. kind no, of, true. But it's kind of no different. You have a look at the people that valet park. Mm. BMW's, Mercedes, mm-hmm. Porsche, yeah, yeah, yeah. Lambo, they're, they're not like a they're not a clapped out VL Commodore.
1: No, no, it's a fair call. Um just going back to your when the valet first takes over taking off straps and putting bungs in, I I just feel like that's something the owner should do and should be responsible for. And I personally would feel more comfortable if I've put the bungs in. I'm not knocking the valet. I trust them 100%. They're but then doing a what, great job.
0: But if that's the case, what happens if the valet jumps in, reverses, no bungs?
1: No, that's... Oh, yeah, okay. Maybe they can check. They do a check. They do a quick sort of safety check on the way. It straps off. Yep, cool. Bungs in. Sweet. We're good to go. Chain, winch. They do that. They yep. do that from the top. But, yeah. No, look, I, I, Look, we're getting bogged down in, in details. And, and, yeah, we and are. we can work out details. The concept is point. brilliant
0: and I don't think you can argue the concept.
1: Because oh, I, I back that concept, by the way, uh, a designated trailer. You know what are we calling it? A boat ramp valet. Yeah, boat, yeah. boat ramp valet. Boat ramp valet. But one thing I've thought about for a while, and I don't know, and I haven't thought in about this in enough detail to know whether it's completely ridiculous. But again, this is why we this is why we do the deep drop. Do you ever? I, I used to think sometimes when I'm at a ramp. Imagine same sort of thing, right? But imagine you could sort of get to the point where you're about to back in, but up and down. Every ramp, there's like tram tracks, <laughs>
0: like and- a conveyor belt. <laughs> no, <laughs> like no, no, no. It's, it's, more, like it's more like a
1: track. It's more like a track that you, potentially your jockey wheel, or even maybe there's two tracks where you, your trailer wheels almost lock into. And that's just a case of there's no steer. It takes steering completely out of the equation. You don't need to worry about steering. It's locked in. It's going straight regardless of what you do. It's just a case of gently, gently bringing it down. Do you know what yeah, I mean?
0: so, yeah, so like some sort of like guiding.
1: Yeah, like a guiding mechanism that you yeah. sort of your jockey, or not probably not your jockey wheel, but maybe there's something that locks into that guide when you bring your trailer to the top of the ramp to bring it down. Same any, sort of thing.
0: Any, I, any en- engineers out there, yeah. hit us up. Let us know <laughs> if that's viable. Valet, I think you're a flat-out genius.
1: Yeah, okay.
0: I can't believe it's not a thing.
1: Yeah, look, I'll stick to that because engineering's not my thing, Eds.
0: Yeah, uh, <laughs> listen. We, you know, we, you're only human, Luke. I think you've done an incredible job. Um. So okay, valet, valet. Um... So not just not just valet parking, but just a valet ramp service that includes launching, retrieving, parking car. You you literally just step onto the boat, go. Quick phone call. Hey, I'm coming back in. This is my yep. car, Jojo. Yep. Sweet mate, take your time. There's about 15 trailers in front of you, but you're in line. No stress. Yep. Or cool, mate. You're free. Come straight in. She's not too busy at the moment.
1: Yeah, and and if it's somewhere like say Patterson River, they might go, yeah, mate, no worries. Come to ramp three. Yep. And you go, yeah, okay, cool. Yeah, now, there's there's a couple um, of there's a five minute wait, but just hang out.
0: Imagine how smooth. I
1: reckon. Do you know? I would almost say that the retrieval process is the money yeah that's the bit that you get fucked around with yeah that's right i reckon i know launching can take it's a drag and it can take time and yep i think it would help that but the retrieval being able to literally just go mate i'm on my way in and all you do is just drive your boat straight onto a trailer that's already on the ramp
0: would be insane
1: And then and then and then literally that person hooks it up. So yeah. you're staying in the boat
0: and just jumps in the car, drives Look, you around yeah. to the bay, and thanks mate. Just He's on to the next one, and you get out and sort your the rest out, mate. That's where it's at. Hundred. That's yeah. proper legit.
1: I mean, the boating and fishing industries in Victoria alone employ hundred. Well, no, thousands of people. Let's be honest. We've just employed a, another bunch. Yeah, and you're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not only employed, we have just that's a business opportunity for anyone involved.
0: Hey, we're creating jobs here at the deep drop.
1: We're creating just lifestyles.
0: Add, add it to the resume, Luke.
1: Far out. What do you think? Yeah, and you know, to your point before, this might be, you know, part of the overarching business that also delivers food, bait, coffee.
0: Yep. So hey, get on Instagram, let us know valet launching and retrieval. Is it a Boat thing? ramp
1: valet service. Boat Is ramp a valet thing? service. Are we yep. on? Are we on the money? Are you, you you want to get involved? You're in? Like, hey, we're open. Take it. Take it. That's what I'm saying. Take it. I don't want that. I don't no. want the business. Oh, it's a gift for the people. Well, I mean, you know, if there's one thing we've done today, ads, it's just open up a business opportunity.
0: Yeah. Again, yeah. it's just reward for sticking through the first half of this podcast that was proper dribble. Yeah. And we've hey, we have taught you something. <laughs> if you just stick around with us, every now and then we just drop a little gem. Yep, and it's and it's worth listening to. Fucking hell, we've just it's worth nailed.
1: the pain, right? Well, that's us. We we, we got to stop there. It's like you know, just quit when you're
0: ahead, yeah, we're ahead, we're ahead, we're ahead.
1: All right, oh, it's time for another beer. So we're going to leave this and uh, go come up with another grand idea. That's what we're doing.
0: Head to Instagram and just say yes or no. <laughs> just wait for the tile, Luke. You're yeah. all over the tiles. I I tip the cap to your mate. I have nothing to do with any of <laughs> that stuff. You dominate.
1: No, it's, and you know, it's, it's get,
0: look for that that green tile with the with the black yeah. font on Insta. Uh, boat ramp valet service, and just say yes or no, yes or no, yes I mean, or no, and,
1: and yeah, man, fantastic, righto. We'll see you there because I want to want to interact. I want to get some reasons why yes or no as well. So start with a yes or no. Yeah, we'll go from there. Let's do it. Uh, thank you, everyone, for listening. It's been a blast once again. Thank you, Adam. Righto. Thanks, everyone. Get involved. Follow along on Spotify, Instagram, the Deep Drop, find us. Oh, we had some request ads uh, during the week. They, a couple of people couldn't find or couldn't remember the name of the Deep Drop Fishing Tunes playlist on Spotify, which is full to the brim yeah. of bangers.
0: Might have to uh, have a little session at home and add a few need more tunes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah, update required. But go have a listen to that too, to and from work while you're at work. I don't care where you work Just crank it It will make everyone feel better Thank you See ya